0: AB, yes, sir.
1: You know what I've realized about that little intro music we got going on there? What? It's it's way too classy for some of these girls in this show in general, in Nick <laughs> in particular.
0: It's some classy has music, and this is this is trash TV. <laughs> this is trash TV.
1: That that intro music is applicable only for if you had thirty Vanessas to choose from. <laughs> Ben Higgins Bachelor. That's the only situation where that intro music would be okay. In any event, welcome to the Rose cast. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr., joined as always by my co host, Alex Bradford. AB, energy's up. How are you feeling after last night's episode? Feel
0: phenomenal. Feel phenomenal.
1: You like the direction this season's going? I love it. Really? You like yeah. uh, Nick? You still like this guy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm. No, I don't like Nick at all. But he's exactly what this show needed he's a he's a He's a captivating figure for the series that we needed,
1: as you know, and as most listeners know, this is only my second season watching The Bachelor, and I've been spoiled by Ben Higgins, so what you're telling me is that it's possible to enjoy the show if The Bachelor is a scumbag whom everyone hates
0: listen i'm I'm a huge fan of all reality dating shows i'm a i have flavor of love season one on dvd rim if that tells you something about <laughs> what i care about you know if how classy the series is no i don't care the the dirtier bigger scumbag the people are the, the more into it i'm gonna be so i'm i'm all in on this season love where it's headed
1: i have a feeling most of the listeners are probably in your side of the road too i'm on the other side of the tracks ab and I'm i'm watching for love
0: well, that's the thing about Bachelor is, is it's basically the flavor of love, but somehow they've classed it up, like classed it up in some people's minds where they think they're not watching like smut TV. Somehow yeah. ABC has gotten away with that, but th- this is trash TV, folks. <laughs> you, if you <laughs> like this show, you're on the same boat as me. You'd love flavor of love. It's definitely the most
1: respectable reality
0: show yeah. you can watch, even
1: though during multiple points in the night, last episode corinne's
0: butt was either blurred or black barred <laughs> in multiple situations no listen brim i'm tired of abc blurring the butts and it's not because i want to see the butts i think they're giving these women bad names for they're wearing regular bikini bottoms and they're blurring it out like they're not wearing anything i'm tired of it it's rude they're not naked <laughs> they're, they're not naked Quit acting like they're naked abc <laughs>
1: Uh, all right. Well, we talked a little bit about how this guy's a scumbag. Let's get right into why he's a scumbag. Maybe this episode start picked up where naturally last episode ended, and that is with Nick breaking the news to the whole group that he indeed slept with a now former contestant, Liz. Decent spin job. I thought he said, I'm an open book now. He kind of has no choice because his whole life has been recorded for the past however many years on this show. And also, I found that rich coming from a known scumbag. Was, hey, <laughs> ask me anything you want. I mean,
0: well, we don't really need to. We already know everything we need to know about you. The, the interesting part about this is they basically skipped the entire night date where it left off last episode. And we just found out that Kristen got a group rose. Any reason that she got that other than that she ratted out Liz? Any reason you can come up with? Christian, not Kristen. Kristen. Who's the girl that ratted her out? Christian. Who spells it weird? I thought it was Kristen. C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N. Kristen. All right. That- two
1: millennial two millennial males struggle with how these young <laughs> kids are being, their names are being spelled these days. We got Kristen from Louisville, who's from Russia, right? Spelled with a K. Traditionally spelled. And then we got Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N, like no, you Christ. Got Christi-
0: Listen, we're way, you're way off base. You got Christina- Who's Christina, like, who's sh- shockingly like a Russian. And then you got Kristen who is okay. th- one of our faves. All right.
1: That's all right. You set me straight because while I was explaining that to you and myself, I thought this doesn't make any sense. They would have clarified <laughs>
0: this. This is all wrong. Kristen got a group date rose. we found out at the beginning of the episode for no other reason other than she ratted out Liz. That's the only reason she got it. They didn't have a connection. They didn't talk about anything other than – that she knew this secret
1: that's the default rose right i mean he probably didn't even talk to anyone other than those two during that night Kristen, so he had to give it to her what i thought was rich really rich when nick was delivering the news that everybody knew by the way said honestly i was more concerned about you guys okay nick if you really were more concerned about the ladies You would have gotten rid of Liz on night one. (laughs) You were just mad you got caught and the rumor was spreading and you had to dump a bucket of water on the fire before it got out of control.
0: He actually handled the night very well, I thought. I mean, he was coming into this night. He had to have 19 different conversations where he's basically caught up in a lie and has to uh, sit down and explain himself 19 times. It's, It's a bad situation. I thought he did pretty good.
1: I'd say worst cocktail party in history. It was, he talked to really two people in depth, maybe just one. Uh, Corinne, of course. Also, Danielle L. AB. Now, your boy had Danielle L. in the final four preseason. Looks based on looks alone. Okay. And that seems to be paying (laughs) off. That seems to be paying off. I think they have a little bit of a connection. AB. Of course, Nick went with the old you're someone i'm very intrigued with now show me a bachelor who says he's never said i'm intrigued by blank and i'll
0: show you a bold-faced liar okay folks listen Nick's still head over heels over this dress rim that's all this is he's 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 mesmerized from that dress from the first night Daniela l has a great collection
1: uh not a great story no her big like Background story is my grandparents were married for 50 years. Or who gives a shit? Who gives
0: a shit about that? Literally everyone's grandparents are basically. No one got divorces back in the day (laughs) at that age.
1: You came home from the war and you had married the first woman you saw and you had 50 children and they had 50 children each. That Your grandparents being married
0: for any amount of time is not impressive. We've every single person listening to this podcast has been to a grandparent's 70th wedding anniversary. That's not care at all. I don't, don't care, care at all.
1: But if Danielle was telling me that story, I'd act like it was the most impressive thing of all time.
0: It's a great time to remind you, Rim, of something I brought up last year, which is that these girls have to pay for all their dresses. Really? Yeah, they're showing up here. This isn't this isn't a bachelor off the off the rack. They have a rack of dresses that the girls get to pick from. They bring their own dresses, own wardrobe. I mean, showing up to the bachelor and losing is the worst possible thing that could happen. You have to buy all these. So you show up with probably like 10 evening gowns that you purchased for the for being on The Bachelor and then you get sent home and now you have all these evening gowns and you're <laughs> broke and you don't get any money for being on The Bachelor. Keep that in mind as well. That's a very It's good the reminder. worst gig in America is being a losing Bachelor contestant that doesn't get to show up on any of the other stuff.
1: You watch The Bachelor, and you think, "Oh, these dresses are so beautiful," but you don't really sit down and think, "When the fuck else are you gonna wear
0: that?" When dress? are they gonna wear a, <laughs> a gown? <laughs> gown? <You> Evening <laughs> gown for most of these ladies are they're never gonna have to wear them again, and they probably have to get ten of them because you don't you can't wear the same dress. You got to plan for fifteen rose ceremonies.
1: The that's the way it should be. Maybe you don't want the wardrobe department becoming a character in the show because these no, ladies. Their minds fighting over well why'd you give Danielle the fire dress and then you gave me the one with the with the full length
0: sleeves. Maybe cut them a little 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 cheddar though to cut the to take on the cost of being on the bat it shouldn't cost you more to be on the bachelor when you're helping them out by being on it, should it?
1: Sure, the Marcus Canby clothing stipend. <laughs> yep. When the NBA dress code <laughs> came into effect that <laughs> Marcus Canby said we need a stipend for these nice clothes. I <laughs> don't we'll have to pay for this <laughs> All right, A.B., let's talk about Corinne, obviously the most gifable character on this show, the trashiest character
0: on this show. Maybe of all time. Really? Of all time? You think she's up there? She's not there yet, but there's a scene where she's talking about just going over to his hotel and having sex with him, so, I mean, she's, (laughs) I've never seen that before.
1: I've never seen someone completely forget they're on camera like Nick does when Corinne's around in the wake of having to basically apologize to 20 or so women for fornicating with a contestant who was in the house with them not 12 hours ago he spends god knows how many hours licking cool whip <laughs> off of Corinne's chest a b and that was just the first thing. <laughs> the next day in the in the bouncy castle it was getting inappropriate for primetime television
0: again a blurred booty listen i mean i d- I don't, I, I don't want to condone what Nick's doing out here, but what, what's he supposed to do? I was thinking about that as well. Like, what is he supposed to do? Yeah. She's putting him in some bad situations. Obviously, Nick has got to stay out of some sex scandal on this Bachelor show this year because he's he's coming in with a bad rap. But I just don't know what he's supposed. She sits, she lays down with him. She's got a trench coat on. I mean, you don't want to completely embarrass the girl either. And he's he's into it. Don't forget about that. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. into her. He can't just completely shut her down. I think he's doing a pretty good job of. I mean, the bouncy castle got a little too much. That got that was too much. <laughs> that was too much. But in his defense, he didn't know the other girls were watching from up above.
1: All right. So here's what I took away. <laughs> but he should know that. That's my point. The guy should know that this is his third time in that house. He knows where the angles are and the viewpoints. He should <laughs> know what
0: people are watching. <laughs>
1: They're watching from above and the side. Everyone know. Was watching. Oh, everyone,
0: everyone's always watching the thing. Um, can you just explain to me what Corinne thought the end game was for the trench coat deal? Like what what was her what was her ideal situation? Because she was very upset after what went down and what went down seemed like the most that it could have possibly gone. Like, Maybe. did you expect to have sex with Nick? On the front lawn of the bachelor mansion? Is that what you expected to happen, Corinne? AB, you
1: took the words right out of my mouth. Did you look at my notes somehow before we <laughs> Listen,
0: I just want to know what she thinks. Like, you're in the front lawn of the bachelor mansion. You think he's going to have sex with you right there in the grass with other she- ladies all around? Is that what you thought was going to happen? I think in her mind, she legitimately thinks that they're just going to hook up and he's going to shut down the entire show like it, <laughs> it's just gonna, just gonna shut it down like it's over i want corinne that's what she thinks in her mind
1: gonna show up with she in her mind she thinks that the next rose ceremony there's gonna be one rose and
0: 20 yeah. women. <laughs> i've made my decision listen sweetheart there's big money involved for nick he's got to get through a bunch of rose ceremonies i i don't i have no
1: clue what she thought was gonna happen i like like you said i thought that went it about went as sexily as as it could have gone all right? Like, he he did everything you asked him to do, and vice versa. <laughs> he was, was licking whipped cream off you. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else she wants. I don't know why she was crying afterwards. Of course, as we all know, after she cried, she passed out. Which, there's a lot of jokes to be made there, A.B. It was one of three times that she fell asleep on the episode. But the passing out after that solidifies my belief that she has nothing to do with running a business. Okay? You don't... <laughs> You, you don't tip a few back and then pass out if you're, like, a driven, I run a multi-million dollar company. Like, you can't afford to just pass out when it pleases you. You have to, like, if you got commitments, you got to meet the commitments when you run a big business. So, her falling asleep and through, sleeping through the rose ceremony just tells me that whole thing is a charade.
0: I saw an interview with uh, Corinne. I'd like to share just a question and answer from you, for you. So, they asked, they were just asking her about relationships and her, her dream guy basically, and they ask her what her non-negotiables are for a guy. I don't tolerate smoking. I don't tolerate not answering the phone if it's not during working hours. Oh
1: wait, you got to say that last one again. I don't even comprehend that.
0: I don't tolerate not answering the phone if it's not during working hours. So if you if it's outside of working hours, you better pick up your fucking phone when Corinne called. You understand me? Pick okay. up the phone. Number three. Getting really, really drunk all the time that's her third non negotiable now oh, listen, um, sweetheart <laughs> you're the drunkest you're the drunkest person in twenty seventeen on television oh, not even close <laughs> it's not even close i I was at a thing that you're not okay with
1: they might not, they might make alcohol illegal after
0: this <laughs>
1: Some, kids are gonna die trying to be like her and it's going to be sad. an epidemic sweeps the nation of young girls drinking too much.
0: <laughs> I also did find out what her her business that she's in charge of, or fake in charge of, is it's called Armor Garage. It's basically just specialty garage floor coatings.
1: Hey, those are dope, actually. Yeah, I they don't are. know they how you really are get off of that, but that listen, if you got if you got a garage and you got coating on the ground mm-hmm. on the floor, yep. you're living. You know when they sold cribs and like Floyd Mayweather's got like seven cars and the garage is real clean. That's what the, that's that coating.
0: It's the coating, I mean? baby. <laughs> well, that's what she
1: does she's probably garage coding to the stars that's how this, <laughs> this money's coming in maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. has anyone ever missed
0: obviously no one's ever fucking slept through a rose ceremony that was preposterous but has anybody ever missed one before I think I've I think I remember someone missing one because of illness before and not like a drunken illness they actually were sick or maybe they got hurt or something but I also okay. might be just thinking of MTV the challenge I, don't, I think I, you're thinking I'm of not Ace. sure
1: you're thinking of Ace from MTV the challenge yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, sure. <laughs> I'm not
0: sure exactly what I can't picture it exactly but I know I've seen a situation where they've just missed it and it, and they were fine
1: well, we'll we we'll have more Corrine coming up. We don't want to over-Corrine people because if yeah. this is your first time listening, I don't want you to think that we just roast Corrine. We we take the shit for real, okay? AB, roast ceremony. Lacey, Haley, and Elizabeth went home. Do you remember what, number one, do you remember what any of them look like? And number two, were you surprised by any of their departures?
0: I was actually v- fairly surprised about Haley leaving. Because she's pretty. Yeah, she is pretty. She's a, She was the photographer, and I thought... I thought she on a couple of the dates they were making out and had a good connection and stuff but Nick's made out with everyone so who, who really cares at this yeah, point. Yeah, that
1: means nothing. Uh for sure I thought it was surprising that Jasmine got a rose given mm-hmm. how she all she does is cry about not getting enough attention. I think she's one of the next to go. We'll get to that at the end but I think Jasmine.
0: It's you're it on the another bar. interesting part about those departures is Lacey is the one person that Corinne was getting along with. Um, So the Mean Girls Club is already shut down.
1: Yeah. And DeLacy had quite a bit of screen time. The other two, I mean, Elizabeth, you didn't even know who Elizabeth was. You said Nick kissed a blonde girl that I don't know who she was. I'm pretty sure that was Elizabeth.
0: So that's how I have in my notes. Blonde girl I didn't know under didn't get a rose. No,
1: no shockers there other than Corinne missing the, the rose ceremony. They kind of nobody really care. That should have been a digger, bigger deal, in my opinion. But, you know, the what like the one thing you have to do is show up to the rose ceremony, whether you have a rose or not. I will say, though, kind of a power move. She's already got a rose. <laughs> you got a she rose, huh? had the whipped cream licked off her two hours ago, and she <laughs> had more alcohol than you, and now she's just going to go to sleep while you bitches worry about whether or not you, you're going to stay. So actually, I love the move. You <laughs> <laughs> say loud.
0: Keep in mind, she had been drinking for 48 straight hours. <laughs> you expect her to make it through this rose ceremony? Come on, people.
1: Some of these girls... No no disrespect to ladies, but some of these girls, when they showed them the next morning, like making eggs and shit, look like they just got back from Coachella or something. <laughs> like, has <laughs> been boozing for days on end. <laughs> do you want to get to this uh, group date? Yeah, let's do it. In retrospect, that was probably too long of a clip. I could have just hit that everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Once everybody's playing, you got to play a little bit more. It's such a good song.
1: When the Backstreet Boys came out, I fucking lost it, AB. There's no... There's no, When they were in the mansion, I was like, oh, shit,
0: it's the Backstreet Boys. The boys. When, in the flush. When A.J. walks around the corner, cool as shit. Oh, man. Oh, my cool. God. You knew it was on.
1: They should have kept that a secret. They need to keep guest stars a secret until it happened. Can you imagine the thrill of seeing the Bachelor Boys pop up in The Bachelor Mansion if you didn't know they were coming that episode i mean i I barely contain myself as it was, but wow, if it were a surprise,
0: <laughs> listen, the only thing I thought about is how I'd feel if I was a Bachelor or Bachelorette contestant over the first twenty seasons. You're dealing with C and D levels stars coming in to do these little guest appearances you're talking about you know country people that aren't even famous country people that are performing and then the backstreet boys a a-level superstar group comes in how did they get this group rim
1: well number one they're all 40 plus no <laughs> i i heard i've heard some buzzing people were kind of making fun of the backstreet boys for being old for being irrelevant If you don't have anything good to say about the Backstreet Boys, get the fuck out of my face. Never talk to me. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Don't listen to this podcast. I want nothing to do with you. If you dislike the Backstreet Boys, you're the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and the boy band era represent all that is good about American capitalism. A B, the freewheeling nineties, the pre 911 carefree (laughs) where the biggest debate in the land was NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys. Which one are you? Justin Timberlake versus Brian Luttrell, I guess. But, you know, there were <laughs> big debates going on back then. Nick Carter was looking good. You mentioned AJ. Obviously, he has to wear sunglasses at all times because he's been through some things. Uh, the old dude, Kevin, the tall one, that guy is mad tall and old. He might be 50. He honestly got might be 50. Uh, the one. What's the other one? um uh, Joe B or something I don't know the other I don't one know his name good. I
0: can't remember it Howie or something Howie, name, D. Howie Howie D shout <laughs> out to
1: Howie D Howie, Howie D put on some LBs Howie LB uh and then there's another one forgot about oh, it you, anyway. you got a ball Backstreet AB before we get into what happened on this date I want to say sincerely that this would be my dream group date if I were the bachelor is going and hanging out with the Backstreet Boys and performing, performing with the yeah. Backstreet Boys all day. Could, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm sad it was wasted on Nick, and I'm sad it was wasted on these young girls. I mean, Corinne, you know, now that I think about it, stay woke. I don't think she knows who the Backstreet Boys are. She didn't reference <laughs> knowing who they were at
0: any Listen, point. Listen, yeah, a few of these girls, you, I mean, you're talking, you have a wide range, age range here that we're talking about. So, the late 20s group and early 30s, this is the band. This is like <laughs> this is this is it. This is the top band you could bring in, besides In Sync. Th- those would be the two top bands that you no, could possibly bring band. in.
1: Still the top band. I'm a Backstreet Boys guy. I'm okay. Well, BSB I'm an In Sync guy, and that's, uh, that's what makes us great, AB. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but just saying, it's it one of those two. The, that's the top two groups that you could bring in on The Bachelor. But then you got the younger girls. I mean, Backstreet Boys came out in 1997. Rim, do you understand? They'd be like four or five years old. These Corinne doesn't know who they are. I mean, she's probably no. heard of them, but she definitely doesn't know anything about them and did not give a shit that they were there. No.
1: Well, she's never been invited to a dance either. She was probably <laughs> banned from a lot of her school dances and uh, has never her been dancing invited
0: too much. provocatively.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the the concert? Situ- I mean, I, would, I don't even want to go into current being petulant at the practice. What do you think about the concert? He picked Danielle L, or they picked Danielle L. Who picked Danielle L? I don't remember. Backstreet Boys or Nick?
0: Backstreet Boys picked Danielle. And what was that based on? Just who was flirting with? I think who was flirting with Nick Carter the most. I'm not really positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well,
1: how awkward was the solo Napoleon Dynamite at the at the dance? When they're getting serenaded by the Backstreet Boys, little tip, Backstreet Boys, little serenading tip. Next time you serenade a couple, there's five of you and only two of them. Kind of like gather around, like crowd around them in like a semicircle. You know what I mean? Don't like stand (laughs) off to the side. You're still the fucking Backstreet Boys. Like have some pride and be (laughs) off the center of the stage. Don't be like off to the side, kind of like creepily acapella. A little awkward for me, but. Maybe Danielle and Nick did not seem to care they were in the moment. What a couple. What do you got on
0: those two? (laughs) (laughs) They just continuously put Nick in these situations, and I don't know if it's because of his past or what, but I don't remember there ever being a situation like this on The Bachelor and Bachelorette where so many times he's in a situation where he's kissing or groping or or making out with a girl while everyone else is watching. I just don't. Like the, I don't remember this happening in the past, but there's consistently these group dates where the winner gets to be in a situation where you must kiss Nick. that's a must kiss situation, and you're getting serenaded by the backstreet boys. What are you gonna not kiss there while yeah, all the girl, gotta, other girls are watching to make' them jealous?
1: uh, one more thing about Danielle L. I want to mention before we move on to something special, a special segment. Danielle L was wearing a choker. I think they were all wearing chokers at the th- at the dance, whatever. She was wearing one before. AB, chokers are hot right now. Chokers are (laughs) in. Keep an eye on Danielle L. She's shooting right up to the top four, period.
0: I have one more comment about the Backstreet Boys in general. Number one. Watch yourself. Your boy, Kevin. Someone kick him out of the group. All right. Is there a mute button? Do I got a Tony Real mute button over here? (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but while they were doing the rehearsal, he was just sitting off to the side like a creepy old dude, just like watching the girls dance and he's he's got the worst hair in the game right now he looks and he looks terrible rim he looks terrible i can go in, i'm you want me to just you keep done? going in on kevin no i don't i really <laughs> really genuinely don't old guy he looks like a freaking ghost with hair rim are you done did you get out of your system because i will not stand for that again all right <laughs> sorry the guy's creeping me out all right wow
1: hey b moving on jesus i want to introduce a new uh aspect of the rose cast probably not gonna stick i don't think you're gonna like it but i think a lot of viewers will like oh, it.
0: oh one other thing rim about before Jesus you jump Christ, into the new segment you know what's what? interesting to me about this whole thing they're talking well, about so they're telling them what they're gonna do you're gonna rehearse and then you're gonna dance in front of this big crowd and they're like we got a crowd of 500 people that we're performing in front of and eh, not very many that's oh, what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a scary number <laughs> that's like yeah. that's like it's a high school, school gymnasium like yeah. show choir concert why why are Backstreet Boys performing in front of such small crowds?
1: Listen, if you're if you're in the Backstreet Boys, I think AJ said that. One of them said that and they said it like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. guys. <laughs>
0: it's like what are you talking about? You
1: guys you used to have five hundred people try to push over your bus when you showed up for a rehearsal. What are you talking
0: about? What are you talking about? You performed in a million people at once. You bring InSync out there, you got one million people in the stands room. That's why InSync's the best, and Backstreet Boys will <laughs> never be them. <laughs> AB, finally, finally,
1: this segment that has been built up so much that is, there's no way it'll live up to the hype at this point cause you kept fucking interrupting me.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I just kept having things.
1: AB, well, you know, shout out to people who make fun of, oh, you guys take notes? Hell yeah, we take notes. You got to <laughs> take notes. It's the two-hour damn show. We got to write jokes, come up with content. We got to pump this shit out two days later. Of course we take notes, not fucking wizards over here. If, if you listen to other Bachelor podcasts, ask yourself, do they take notes? If not, then unsubscribe and share this one. Morons. All right. <laughs> of course we take notes. Take six pages of notes re- each, period. Single spaced, single space in Microsoft Word. Okay. Yep. All right. A new segment. HE, it's called the HGTV couples rating scale. This is where I rate couples on the Bachelor and compare them to couples on HGTV. Number one is the. Are you like where you like where I'm headed with this? That was yeah. a hard not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Number one is the. All right. It's it's a scale of one to ten. One being the flipper flop couple that recently got divorced. All right. Derek and Christina. Number ten. Obviously, Chip and Joanna Gaines, the number one couple outside of the Obamas. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to, uh, that's one to 10. Number five is, uh, the, the loved realistic couple. Even though they're not a couple, they act like an old married couple. So that's why I'm putting number five. Yeah. Man. All right. Uh, Nick and we'll go with Nick and Corinne. I think there are two real close to Tarek and Christina. And then Nick and Danielle L. Not quite, not quite a 10, but an eight really and we'll get to nick, we'll get to nick and vanessa later i'll actually i'll just tell you right now nick and vanessa are chipping gorjana against couple all right well, let's move on now. all right ab <laughs> right, let's talk about this group day nighttime which side note i thought the concert was at night did the backstreet boys have a concert at five o'clock in the afternoon is that what went down?
0: 500 people concert at three thirty in the afternoon is it in the old
1: nickelodeon studios warehouse it's now out of commission <laughs>
0: Backstreet Boys are trash now. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: thing, the No, thing, I be one last thing about this is it about the Backstreet Boys. The reason they can't pull that many people is because they've been, they kind of didn't take a really long break. So like them reuniting is not a big deal. They're not reuniting. They've been together this whole time. They've been releasing albums this whole time. They need, you know, scarcity creates demand. Okay. There's demand for NSYNC we haven't seen them in a while. Backstreet Boys are just constantly coming out with new shit.
0: That being said, I'd go. I Next time in, I'm in Las Vegas, I'm going to see the Backstreet Boys. The concert looks amazing on television.
1: A lot of people lost a lot of respect for us this episode, I think, AB, but we are who we
0: are. We're not going to apologize for like it. Like you said, if you don't like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, think something's wrong with you. Something's Take not a look wrong in with mirror. Rim and AB. Take a look in the. All right.
1: Listen to I Want It That Way and tell me that's not a jam. Okay. Listen to Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely. And tell me you didn't shed a tear. Okay? <laughs> Get your feelings in check. Get in touch with yourself. Listen to BSB.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: This episode has gone completely off the rails, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to edit this to make it seem like we didn't spend an hour talking <laughs> about this. AB, group date, nighttime. Corinne reveals that she has a nanny. I've got a take on this that is a little incendiary, so I want to hear what you think about Corinne telling everybody she has a nanny. Raquel.
0: Okay, there's uh, there's tons of funny parts about her t- about what she said. Number one, she's talking about cheese pasta, Rim.
1: Now you you're into you have weird names for foods,
0: so I was hoping you could tell me what
1: fucking cheese pasta is.
0: It's mac and cheese, Rim. What else okay. would it be? This is macaroni and cheese. She's just too rich and spoiled to understand the the common people's food.
1: Here's my theory. She's never seen a box of macaroni and cheese. The I only agree. time she's ever eaten macaroni and cheese it's delivered to her on a plate. So she's never seen a box. She doesn't know what it is. So they told her when she was 4, when she's learning words, that it's cheese pasta. And now, 20 years later, she still thinks that. That's the only explanation for calling something cheese pasta. <laughs> <laughs> only,
0: only explanation? She's talking about how Raquel does everything for her, how she can't live without her, how she wakes her up, how she slices up her cucumbers. I mean, you can't make this sh- fucking rich people problem stuff up, Rim.
1: Oscar, uh, I think she is, AB. This is when I th- first thought that I think Corinne is trolling us at this point. Really? She's getting shit from the other contestants. They're like, what? You have a nanny? She's like, yeah, I couldn't even make my bed in the morning without her. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, who am I to stop a woman from doing what she loves? I mean, the comments were so outrageous that I, I have a hard time believing she didn't know what she was doing with them.
0: You think she was just trying to get a rise out of them, And it worked. I mean, Jasmine almost blew a gasket. hear. <laughs> <Just, you're, laughs> wow. The one thing... I didn't really I don't have a problem with the nanny rim. Why is why is everyone acting like if they could have a nanny that does everything for you, you wouldn't do it. I love this take. Like if I was rich enough to have a dope ass nanny that cooked and cleaned for me, I would just do that. Quit hating.
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how sla- that's kind of how slave owners talked, you know. <laughs> Devil's advocate. <laughs> but,
0: hey,
1: that worked for a long time too, AB. <laughs> Well, uh Group Day Rose was kind of uneventful. He gave it to Danielle. Him and her had a nice little chat. Obviously they had the the moment on stage. Danielle L of course. Uh Nick Shocker was slurring his words beyond recognition. <laughs> I don't know how they figured that Danielle was gonna get it. I think they were just like, Do you want it? And he was like Ugh.
0: <laughs> He also while they were they were making out, he did a double double scoop of her of he was way too low on her rim. I don't I don't even want to talk oh, about what, what he was say, doing.
1: What are you gonna say? Well,
0: <laughs> Listen, say the guy it. was the guy was too low. He went, he went from the lower back all the way down, Rim.
1: Are you talking about a booty grab?
0: Booty I didn't grab, know double time.
1: scoop. Oh, he got two scoops. Two scoops. <laughs> wow. Oh, Baskin robbins Ben. There, look at you, dog. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: alright. I didn't know what you're talking about. I thought you were talking about he's going low on the you leg. Didn't I, that? He does have I didn't see it. I was furiously typing six pages of notes. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Um one thing I noticed that Ben do, Ben, God, I wish we were talking about Ben, right, ladies? <laughs> one thing I noticed that Nick does is he'll be holding a girl's hand like like this, like kinda of cupping it, and then he'll have his other hand stroking the top of her hand and a wrist. Mm, yeah. That struck me as a mystery from VH1's The Pickup Artist move. <laughs> and I've got to imagine it works really well. If I were to guess, I'd say it worked well.
2: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow!
1: A.B., what did you think of Vanessa's one-on-one date in the Zero-G plane? Where does it rank among the all-time dates on this show?
0: That shit's awesome. This was the number one episode of dates. You had Backstreet Boys, the top group by far. I mean, before the Backstreet Boys, the highest group was probably Train.
1: Uh, Remember when Train was just like doing a little concert in the backyard? Train just did a
0: concert (laughs) one time for no reason. Uh, So they they had the top group top music guest of all time and then they have this dope fucking shit that i didn't know existed where you fly up in a plane and then you're zero gravity feels like you're zero gravity don't even understand how it works all right what did you what what did you think of this what did you think of vanessa their connection it was a pretty good connection i thought i mean it was the worst case scenario she got sick what did you think
1: Uh, well first off i vanessa is adorable ab and i thought those two, I thought he really, really was into her, as evidenced by the fact that he kissed her after she yacked, allegedly. I'm gonna say allegedly yacked. I thought it went, I thought it went fabulously well. They, check out his Instagram, maybe they had some pretty cool photos floating around in the air, making out and stuff. That's a good <laughs> date.
0: Was I, was I the only one really grossed out by him kissing her after she puked? No, I think that's a consensus. I was very grossed out. Like I almost puked.
1: You want my opinion? Yeah. Didn't care at all. Whatsoever.
0: Disgusting. (laughs) Unreal.
1: Let's not judge Nick for that just yet. We don't know how much she puked. Like, we don't know if it was like, I had a handle of tequila. And, you know, (laughs) now I'm in the back of the bar and it's all coming out at once. Yeah. It, I mean, the bag seemed empty. There was no weight to the bag after it. So to I me, mean, maybe a little bit. That's true. Zero G in my <laughs> that's face. Not, I'm
0: not, that's in your face. Maybe. <laughs> Coming at me with science.
1: <laughs> still, I'm saying it might not. It may have been just some spit up. Listen. What about when he said still tastes fine? Well, he's weird. I'm not making excuses <laughs> for Nick. That fucking me out. Yeah, that was an inappropriate taste comment. fine. I got two points here. Let's hear. Him. Obviously, Nick is unbecoming with most of his. <laughs> 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 I'm not defending him. I'm defending the action, which is. I want to make two points. Number one, kissing after a tiny bit of puke—no big deal. Again, zero G. Maybe the maybe the vomit just kind of like floated off her lips into the ether. Who knows? Number two, and more importantly, puking brings relationships closer together. That's a fact. That's true. I mean, hundred percent true. Hundred percent. The if way he took if, care if she of pukes, her.
0: If you take yes. care of your significant other and they're puking, that's, that, t- that takes you to the next level.
1: That's real shit right there. Yep.
0: <laughs> when he was, he was sitting by her, he didn't get, he handled the puke very well. He handled the whole situation well. And that's why I think these two have got something special. That being said, I'm not completely head over heels with Vanessa yet, which is Ooh. why I didn't pick her as my winner. Wow. Why not? I'm not sold. There's something, Something's there that I can't quite put my finger on yet, but I'm not sold like I have been in past seasons. Like Lauren B, I she was a sweetheart that I knew was going to win. Vanessa ha- might have something. Something's there. I just can't. I can't. I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm just not sold. That's a weird take. Most people are head over heels. I know.
1: That's what's. He does not deserve a woman like Vanessa. Let's skip ahead to the end of the episode. when She doesn't put up with his bullshit. Those, these two are acting like a couple that's together already. He's taking care of her puke and she's calling him out on his bullshit. Like, why are you grinding with these other girls? Like, I'm not, if you're, if that's what you're trying to do here, then I'm out. Cause I ain't got time for this. the
0: most important question of Nick of the season, which is, what are you in this for? Are you just in this for a one night, you know, fun hookup session? Or are you in this for the real deal? Mm. And I'm excited to see what his answer is. Cause I don't know what it is. He's definitely going to fumble his words. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, she also said, I'm not judging Corinne. This is probably the most mature thing I've ever heard on this franchise. Yep. She goes, I'm not judging Corinne. I'm judging you, Nick. Fucking feet to the fire. Sack up. Be a, good, be a good boyfriend. I don't think they'll end up together because I think she's simply too good for him. And she and he'll pick some a little girl with a little more scuzz to her, a little more juice to her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we're, talking, we're
0: looking at the next Bachelorette here, period. She's got a shot.
1: Why, right, uh, you want to head up there date night on the rooftop of the U.S. Bank Building in Los Angeles?
0: Yeah, so they just had a normal, normal date night. Did dinner. Nick got emotional. First waterworks we've got from Nick of the season. Um, I'm not really sure why they weren't talking about anything sad. It was just more about his re- past relationships. I don't, I
1: don't. Yeah, I have no notes on that. I don't know what was going on, but he started crying. That's something. That's points for her, I think.
0: He. I I did find something where he explained himself, if you'd like to hear it. I always love to hear it, A.B. These are Nick's Nick's words. I didn't expect to get emotional around Vanessa. And thinking back to that moment, it was because I felt an incredible sense of excitement and hope. Starting this journey, I was stressed this wouldn't work out. Not because there weren't amazing women, Rim. (laughs) But I just know how rare it is to find a lifelong love. I feel like I had to put out a lot of pressure on myself to be the best or be the man every one of the women wanted me to be. But in that moment, with Vanessa, it was clear that if a connection like this could happen this early, then this whole thing could lead to finding the one. I walked away from that night with a new sense of confidence, not only in myself, but in this journey. And Vanessa was a woman that I would be lucky to have as a partner. Number one, he wrote this after the fact. I don't think they're uh, the way he phrased the end there. I don't think she won.
1: No, uh, well, she might have won, but he probably did something stupid and they broke up. <laughs> I would be lucky to have her as a partner. That's nice that he got emotional. I, I think she's too, I still think she's kind of too mature for him. I saw on Twitter someone said, Vanessa's the senior who knows what she wants and how to play the game. And Corinne is like a slutty freshman who thinks she's all that, right? And that's a good comparison. Nick is also a senior, a, f- a super senior, in fact, <laughs> and he sees the benefits of both. So that's why he's playing around with both a little bit. I don't know if he's gonna—I don't know if he's gonna go with the mature senior who knows
0: what she wants. All right, AB group date. Hey, Rim, elephant in the room. Rachel got the uh, the first impression rose. And hasn't been seen since then. Yeah. Did they get throw a bone to her? Producers? Did she get the first impression rose to get the critics off ABC's back about the lack of diversity with The Bachelor? Because it doesn't seem like first impression rose. Usually they're one of the first people to also get a, a solo date, let alone being left out of the first group dates. It's insane to me you
1: make some valid points. Um I'm not going to disagree with that idea. If I remember correctly during the first recap episode, we both said that we thought they had a real connection AB.
0: We called it the Martin Luther we we said it was like when Martin Luther King did for America. I mean no, you said it was like when Obama
1: got a <laughs> Ah, yes, yes, yes,
0: this would be like if if you know the Dodgers signed Jackie Robinson, but then just didn't play him, and he just was a bench player it like takes away kind of a lot of the feel for me i it's over,
1: yeah, I mean, you make a valid point um, and i it's hard to it's hard to come up with evidence you know <laughs> against that claim against that claim she got she got the group day rose on this group date, but again it was the b team. So she's the best of the B team. You know, congrats. Pat you on the head. Be on your way. Uh, I don't know. I didn't put her in my final four. Cause like I said, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I didn't this show.
0: No, I didn't.
1: And, you know, we also lost, um, Dominique on this mm-hmm. episode. So now we're down to what? One and a half. No, we got Jasmine. Two and a half. Two and a half out of 20 or so. No, 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 Back to the old ways here, <laughs> Bachelor. Uh, I think Rachel, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Again, this show, you, it's only been three episodes. Someone is going to come, someone is going to leap out from the middle of the pack and shoot up towards the top. It's not, it's never start to finish, you know, the same girls I had the whole time. Otherwise, and it's not someone's fun
0: to watch. going to at the top is going to fall back.
1: AB, but first let's joke on this group date a little bit. Okay. It was so sad to me to see Carl Lewis, one of the most accomplished American sports hero, Ab. Carl Lewis is a hero of america Felix American is a sports. hero too. Rim, don't sell her short.
2: She's Lim- a I'll girl. get to
1: Felix. I'll get to Felix. Carl Lewis is a legend. Okay, Allison so Felix. There's always an Allison Felix. I'll put it this way: There's always an Allison Allison Felix on the track team every year. There's a really fast runner. Okay, she's probably been in two Olympics.
0: She's got six. I want to say Carl rim. Lewis. Is-
1: Listen, well, that's girls' sports. I mean, come on. All right, Carl Lewis, <laughs> Carl Lewis was the man in an era when everyone else was cheating with steroids. Ab, he dominated. Okay, he's a big Understand name. Understand that they look got, up they Alex, got some big names here. Look, look, Alice, look up Alice and Felix Sports Illustrated cover cover, and you're gonna get zero results. Ab, you look that up for Carl Lewis, and it's he's in all he's all over the place. Carl Lewis is a legend for two decades, and he has been. Relegated to making guest appearances on The Bachelor group date B team. Okay. When I saw Carl fucking Lewis unfurling that big picture of Nick, the,
0: <laughs> I was like, shirtless <laughs> Nick. Called?
1: Sure, <laughs> listen, Carl Lewis deserves so much more than this. Carl Lewis should be it. the head of the IOC if there were any justice in this world. But no, he's on The Goddamn Bachelor, co-starring with Allison Felix. Now, I'm not going to let you say anything about Carl Lewis because you're obviously embarrassingly uninformed about the man's career. But I want to ask you, <laughs> did these girls know who any of the three people were? Obviously, some I didn't them, know the shot put lady, but some I don't of them know knew if they them. knew who they were.
0: Because those two were in the most recent Olympics, so some of it seemed like some of them knew who they they were.
1: The most recognizable for those girls.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I don't think any of them knew who Carl
1: Lewis was. Sad. It makes me so sad. Um, A B, what did you think about let's see here pick a topic, any topic, Astrid's breasts. They were out of control, I thought. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Listen, girl, you're going on a sports date. You mind you mind keeping things under under wraps, please? She was technically, like,
1: I think that was technically a sports bra, but it was like a Victoria's Secret
0: sports bra when there was like... <laughs> it was, it was. I've never seen a sports bra like that. <laughs> what do you think about Astrid? Uh, fine. Middle of a pack, girl.
1: I don't have anything down about it. I don't have anything down Under about way. it. She seems fine. She, she the all, Like, if you... When you say Astrid, I go huge breasts, because that's all we know about her at this point. So she'll probably be around for a while. I don't know anything else why would you ask me a question you don't you know i don't have an answer to and you don't have an answer to you're looking I at me just not like no I just wanted to know if you had a, a comment on astrid i got a comment on alexis
0: what do you She's got hilarious alexis is hilarious every time love- alexis
1: is on screen she makes me burst out laughing
0: <laughs> that's what i wrote. i said every time i see her on my screen i enjoy it she is a great time <laughs> She said something about Nick is only used to getting silver
1: medals, which was like, yep. I don't even think you came up with that. That's too clever. That's a team <laughs> of writers came up with that. She's a fun girl and she, she did good on this date. She did well on this date for sure. Um, I thought throwing the cupid darts was kind of cute. A B mm-hmm, throwing mm-hmm, the cupid dart. Mm-hmm. Now, um, stay woke. Dominique did not hit herself with the cupid dart. Okay. I watched the replay. She, she did not hit. No, okay. It didn't even come close. She threw it like 15 feet away from her and then as soon as she threw it she goes oh ow, it hit my shoulder I'm like what do you mean how would it have hit you how <laughs> did the dart hit you what are you talking about you threw it you threw it away from you there's no way you were hit by this dart but he goes, are you okay she's like i'm fine i'm fine I'm like, <laughs> that's when you knew dominique was
0: going toast. home yeah. <laughs> she, was she was done the girl was in the worst mood all day just a bad mood
1: you're not um, The gears are turning up here, A.B. When, when Her big gripe at the nighttime group, Dayless moved to that when she got some one-on-one time with Nick. First off, I thought she came at him all wrong. Oh, full way wrong. Nick's eyes just glazed over. He's like, uh, obviously he's shit-faced drunk, as usual, so he didn't really know what was <laughs> going on. Could, a, it. She said that, oh, well, you didn't come ask me if I was okay. The A.B., alarm bells going off in my head. She faked the injury to get attention from
0: Nick, period. I mean, it was total crazy, crazy person talk. She lost her mind this whole entire episode. I mean, what... She was acting like he he should have noticed. And keep in mind, they've talked maybe once or twice. Talked, And he's supposed to know, like, if she's not acting normal. He doesn't know what normal he is. He should just know. He doesn't even know who you are. He doesn't know anything about you. You're gone. And there's... Hello, there's like nine other girls and <laughs>
1: goddamn Carl Lewis over here. Sorry if he didn't recognize your little mishap. You faked it anyway, Dominique. I mean, I thought it was uh, that was a little rough that he let her go. I don't think he should. have I don't think he should have done that. I think he should have given her a chance. He was basically I mean, if you want to translate his words, he basically was like, I don't know who you are and I think you should leave. <laughs>
0: That's kind of what it came down to i mean what would you do in that situation though she came she went full-on crazy Uh, my my issue was he didn't give the the
1: girls a chance to say goodbye to her i mean it's one thing when you're like letting go of the villain that everyone hates and then they were like uh with bachelor bachelorette with chad like no one would have cared if you let chad go but you just let dominique go and like The five girls on this group date are really good friends with her. In fact, two of them just like saved her ass in the bathroom, and you're like, yeah, she's gone. I didn't know who she was. It was a little (laughs) little too much for me, I thought. All right, AB, classic hornball move from Nick. Cancel the cocktail party and let's have a pool party all day <laughs> instead. What do you know? He wants to see the ladies in bikinis. Slime ball. The, th- all right,
0: what- <laughs> the <laughs> thing is with any other bachelor and every other bachelor's done this, it's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Pool party. That's what's up. That's going to be a sweet episode. With Nick, it's like, all right, you fucking dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you fucking, I'd rather you than not pants, have the Nick. pool party actually, pal. He pulled
1: this out a little too early. Episode three is a little too early. early. Usually it's like episode seven. The girls are going at each other's throats. We need like kind of an icebreaker, tension breaker here. No, he was like, you guys want to do a pool party? (laughs) (laughs) AB, back to Corinne. Now, if I didn't know any better, based on what you told me earlier this episode, I would ask, is her company a bouncy castle emporium? I mean, where (laughs) else would she have access to this bouncy castle? (laughs) I need to know how that works. If a contestant's like, I want to do something out of the box at the mansion, what do I got to do? Because if you're going to let Curran get a bouncy castle, why not just fucking rent a helicopter and take Nick away for the afternoon? You're nobody stopping you, right? I don't, I didn't like the bouncy castle move.
0: I think she has a personal like, assi- she has an assistant there, like a one of the producers or you know one of the cameramen. She has to do stuff for them because I mean this isn't normal. This wasn't a, this wasn't an option that other people were given. <laughs> like they had to, they had to go get a bouncy house and set it up for Corinne. <laughs> That's what, hey, money gets you things that it, you, you, other people just don't have access to. room. sorry. If you had the money like Corinne, you might be able to have a makeout session in the bouncy house. Sorry. Is that
1: what you want to call it a makeout session, or do you want to be a little more aggressive with the the
0: title of that situation? It was, it was the next step up is Fifty Shades of Grey, Room. Fifty Shades
1: of Corinne. That's what we'll <laughs> call it. She's already done like Seven Shades Down. Obviously, like we mentioned before, everybody saw what was going on. And again, Nick, you're on camera all the time from all angles. When you have a girl wrapped around your waist, you're not wearing any basically any clothes. And you're spinning around in a
0: bouncy castle in the fucking driveway. <laughs> people are <laughs> seeing of, of like a castle. So there's all these high perches that you can stand on and see all <laughs> over the fucking place. The, all these girls are just peering down into the bounce. It's the worst possible spot.
1: The guy's an idiot. Again, <laughs> I got I gotta think he's one of those guys who has a few drinks and just completely blacks out. <laughs> like doesn't has no idea what's going on. There's no way that he was surprised that people saw that. Then, one by one, after Corinne passes out again, the girls confront Nick and they say, "Listen, we got concerns about Corinne. Every season this happens, we got concerns about crazy contestants. Here's why we don't like her. All this stuff. Usually, the Bachelor Bachelorette understands where they're coming from, right? Because it's pretty obvious. Nick doesn't like. He doesn't get it. He's like, "Wait, what's wrong with Corinne? Well, we all just saw what you guys were doing out in the front. He's like, "Oh." Ooh, I think I so did. <laughs> It's not getting through his head
0: that Corinne is not marriage material. The guy's too drunk to pick it up. Yeah, so you had Raven. Gave him some Arkansas realness, Buck Mm. Wild style. Let him (laughs) know what's going on. Then you got Jasmine coming in to hate. And then you got uh, Taylor. Taylor. Obviously, he's going to hate, hate, hate. She's been hating on Corinne the whole time. So (laughs) there's no surprise there. And then, finally, the real kicker is Vanessa. This this cut deep, baby. Usually, when you come and you use your one-on-one time to hate on another person, it usually doesn't end up well, but in this case, I don't think it's going to really be a big hindrance for most of these girls.
1: No, I don't think so either. Vanessa, to me, kind of played the role of the audience's surrogate. You You know, we all yell at our TVs and everybody goes, oh, Nick, you're so dumb, blah, blah, blah. Vanessa said what the audience would say to Nick if they had the chance. Like, listen, this isn't about how terrible Corinne is. She's terrible. But this is about you. Like, are you in this for real or not, Nick? And she brought, she put the fire up to his feet and we'll see where he goes with it. You know, normally seeing a bachelor like, like Nick, I'd say, well, maybe he'll kind of come around and figure out why the other girls are mad. But this is his fourth time on one of these shows. I think he's 36. I think he probably just kind of is who he is at this point, A.B. That said, how far do you see Corinne going after these (laughs) antics in the house, the tide turning against her in the house?
0: I still have her in my final four. I think Nick's a dumbass, and I don't think he's going to listen to the writing on the wall.
1: Let's go into our top four, then. I got my power rankings ready. Let's hear yours, starting at four.
0: Okay. Corinne, number four. Danielle. Which one? Uh, L. Vanessa, number two. Danielle M, number one.
1: Okay. Very close to mine. I got Sarah, the school teacher, number four. Laying low. Number three, Danielle L. Number two, Danielle M. Number one, Vanessa. Now. The top two right there bona fide good girls. Yeah. Verifiably intelligent, shit together, hearts of gold, nice total packages. That, after this episode, makes me nervous because the more I see Nick, the more I realize he's not going to make the good choice. <laughs> or the good choices will get fed up with
0: him and leave.
1: Yeah. So I'm not too yeah. confident in these picks. I'm confident in the ranking of them as competitors. Not confident that's where they'll finish.
0: Who's your bottom two? Jasmine. Jasmine is toast. I agree.
1: And probably, I hate to say it, but Alexis.
0: Over Josephine? Oh, Josephine. Josephine's Josephine's the other, like, clown of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Except she's not funny.
1: You're right. Alexis you're...
0: actually, they did a thing of scene of Josephine at the end of the show where she's like legitimately singing, and I don't know if it was supposed to be funny or if it was she was being for real. But that was the most that was an awkward scene for Nick. I think she was being for real, Ab. I do. I don't too. think she was trying
1: to be joke. Yeah, you're right about Josephine. Yep, she's my she's my bottom two, and then i probably put Alexis just above her because I. Alexis's screen time comes when she's making jokes to the camera, not when she's with Nick. I haven't seen her one on one with Nick yet, so. Question for you. Whitney. I have, I have
0: something about Whitney. I have who to watch for. Whitney Listen. is flying <laughs> under the radar, folks. Mel Kuiper, he does his power rankings. Sure. She was number two on his power rankings. Okay, Mel. All uh, right. I don't even know who she was I didn't even know know who she was I had to look her up when I read that on his power rankings That reminds me
1: of when he had Jimmy Clawson number two in his power rankings <laughs> A lot of, lot of potential there But it might not pan out I'm just saying she's going to make it a ways I, Number two is crazy I think Mel does his as girls he likes How much he likes the girls That's
0: what he does He does it by week too So he he changes it up He just goes by the power rankings of the week but I don't okay. remember her doing anything this week or ever. No, not at all. She got a, I, I just...
1: When she... I saw her at the end of the episode, I'm like, hey, folks, watch out for Whitney. Maybe I saw her. <laughs> I don't even remember when I saw her. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whitney's pretty... People forget that. And that's why she's still here for me. <laughs> Alright, AB. So, my last question is kind of... Where are we at with this Nick guy? Now, I think we've answered that throughout the episode, but I want to, I want to put a bow on it. I'm starting to be out on this guy to the point where he's making me enjoy the show less than I normally would. Really? Again, I, I'm a wholesome bachelor fan. I'm not into all the scuzz, AB. All right. It was raised right. Hold the door for women, (laughs) that
0: kind of stuff. I, I'm not out on the guy yet. I'm actually okay with him. I feel like he's being put in a lot of situations by Corinne that are very tricky situations for him. He may not be handling them the best, but honestly, at this point, I don't know what I would do in those situations that would make it better. Like, what do you suggest he does when she's, she's on top of him in a bouncy house? Is he gonna, is he gonna throw her off?
1: Yeah, now that I think about it. I'd have done all the exact same things. But maybe I'm a scumbag. <laughs> maybe that just makes me a scumbag. Maybe, you know. he's What he needs to do, if he's being put in these bad situations, he needs to remove himself from these situations by exporting the person causing them. And that's by getting rid of Kern. We all know that's not going to happen. Producer her. And he loves her with all his heart. So. <laughs> So she's going to be around for a while. It will be interesting to see. I do know that I, I heard somebody say that they're going to punch somebody else. I don't yeah, know, Corinne said episode? that. Corinne said she's going to punch her. I think she said, like, square in the face. Yeah, square on the she nose, Which makes me think she's swung on some girls before. <laughs> All right, to recap, Nick is the worst. Corinne is the worst. Vanessa is flawless. And um, this show is still racist. AB, any final closing comments?
0: little little tidbit about Corinne that might change your mind about her. What do you think her favorite sh- TV show is?
1: Uh, CSI because she watches it with her nanny. CSI Miami.
0: Fraser. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's a, that flips the script. Wow. <laughs> that's Spin Zone right there. Oh, Frasier is Probably not true, people. but I, uh, I, she probably... I don't know. That changes things. That, <laughs> that changes things. <laughs>
1: In my eyes, I turned her from like a sleaze bucket to like, oh, this girl has everything I could possibly want. <laughs> That's a good tidbit. I uh, will end it at that. Uh, thanks for listening to the Rosecast. Listen, folks, we, we're not in the rankings anymore. AB, do you like not being in the rankings? No, it eats me up inside. <laughs> I, I get up in the middle of the night like, maybe we're back in the rankings. I got to check the rankings. <laughs> Listen, it's driving me nuts. Now, that said, I don't know how the rankings work. No one knows how the rankings work. There's there's podcasts with nine reviews that are way shoot up in the top twenty. No one knows. All we know is that it don't won't hurt if number one, you subscribe, you rate it five stars, and you write a nice review. Number two, send it to everybody in your address book, everybody you've ever made contact with on the internet, say pretend like you were hacked but just say like hilarious bachelor pod two dudes pretty funny and then just send it off and then just kind of like oh I was hacked it wasn't me thanks for listening